It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Fatty and I, we took up pickleball in a big way this summer. We played a lot of pickleball. It's one of those sounds that while you're playing it, it's very satisfying, right? Hitting that ball and that sound. I love it. It's like when you swing a golf club and you get the ball just right. It feels good. It feels great. It's that way, but way more. What's funny is the more you played that sound, the more I was getting annoyed by it. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those sounds, if you're not the one making the sound, it's annoying for people. And this is happening all over North America. People are complaining about tennis courts turned pickleball courts, and they just say it's so loud. And they're complaining now in Halifax, there was these courts and some neighbors next to these courts are saying it's gotten to the point they can't even go outside or open the windows anymore. The noise is just ruthless, one lady said. It's ruthless, those pickleballers (laughs) and their high socks. No, it gets worse. Another neighbor upped it and said, it's kind of like being in a psychological torture chamber. It's like being in Guantanamo, but older. <laughs> and then another neighbor said they woke up one morning and there was a porta potty attached to their fence. Oh, no. So now the pickleball had a smell. It just kept getting worse. Oh, no. And <laughs> now they're wanting the town to do something about how many hours people can play because they're showing up at 7 because people are so addicted. There's no parking in the neighborhood because everyone wants to play. It's gotten out of hand. It's crazy. And I haven't heard any complaints yet here in Godridge. Have you heard anything? But we have those little sound wind barriers on our court. They're not sound barriers. They're more wind barriers. Yeah, I don't know if that helps or not. I haven't heard any complaints yet, but this is Matt and Fatty telling you, you got to be careful where you move. There's going to be noisy hazards all over the place. Like if you're moving to like a senior community, like here on Haven, north of Goddard, you got to be aware they play that smooth jazz right into the night. Oh, God. Oh, not smooth jazz oh, again. come on, seniors. Enough with the smooth jazz. Can you turn it down? I'm going to move to Menaset. It's getting late. It's almost 630. Now, I've never been to the doctor, and they recommended I go home and slap myself as therapy. <laughs> but this is the thing. There's an alternative healer just got charged with manslaughter because he would go around and have these conferences for slap therapy. Okay, hold on. Is this face slapping, like foot slapping? Like where is he or she slapping? Well, I suppose wherever the problem is. So if I have a, you slap, have a, if I have a sore arm, he's going to slap me in the arm? Yes, people that go to these things, they, they come out with bruises. And the, the idea here is supposedly the toxins are released because you bruised it so bad. And so they teach each other how to slap each other and yourself. And where this is going is that Buddy slapped somebody so hard they died. Woman, she was desperate to find a cure for her diabetes. And she went to a slap clinic instead. And she died at the hotel where this conference was. What was she treating? Diabetes. <laughs> I guess it put the put the die in diabetes. <laughs> it put the beat in diabetes. Oh gosh. <laughs> Good lord. No, so if you have diabetes, I, I would trust the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time, honestly, you watched the whole Oscars live when they aired? You sat and you watched the whole six hour ceremony? Uh the slap. The year of the slap. Oh, that was a couple years ago. Maybe there needs to be more slapping because that kept me glued to the screen because I, I kept thinking, like, surely they're going to 
like remove Will Smith because he just assaulted someone on stage. No, the opposite of that. They kept him there and gave him an Oscar. I know. <laughs> I Googled that the next morning, though. I gave up on the, the broadcast. And then I saw Will Smith, like, crying and saying, like, oh, you know, sometimes you got to hit people to defend your family. He's like, what? Crazy. <laughs> defend your family from jokes? <laughs> from jokes. Chris Rock's, like, 5'6 and 120 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> it wasn't no, assaulting your family. Terrible. Either way, the Oscars are doing something a little different this year because people don't like to watch it because it's long and boring. And to get you to watch the Oscars... They're going to hold them at starting at 7 o'clock this March rather than 8 o'clock. They're hoping the earlier hour will attract people. Oh, that'll help. No, they'll just go an extra hour knowing them. Even if they don't go an extra hour. <laughs> were you ever not watching because you're just like, oh, if, if it started at 7, I might watch it. But no, it's starting at 8. I want them to have better categories. I want them to have a best comedy category. They don't? They don't have best comedy. Why? B- because they're bougie rich people who, if you can cry on screen or make a movie about something serious, that's what counts. No, you got, it's hard to make people laugh. Yeah. That's a tough thing to do. So have one of those categories. They're like category for like best actor who got handsy with the prompts master. Something interesting. Get me to watch. Best canceled actor. Yeah. Yeah. Go, Will Smith. There you go. Another Oscar for the guy who assaulted somebody. If you're going to fight a drunk driving charge, you got to go in with some good proof. Maybe talk to a lawyer. Don't do what this gentleman did out British Columbia way. He yep. had what he was probably hoping would be a foolproof argument against an impaired driving charge, and it did not work. Here's the long and short. He's in his Mercedes, crashes in front of a house. The house happens to belong to an off-duty police officer. This is out British Columbia way. Very unlucky. So the police officer comes out, calls the on-duty police officers who come, smell alcohol on the guy's breath, allegedly, and give this guy a 90-day driving ban for impaired driving. He's challenging this ban. And how he's challenging it is he told a judge, Your Honor, it wasn't me driving the car. It was a friend of mine. I'm not going to give you the friend's name. I'm not going to tell you where they live. I can't even tell you if this friend is a man or a woman. But just trust me. Don't trust what the officer says when he saw me getting out of the crashed vehicle from the driver's side. Trust me. It was my friend. Sounds like an imaginary friend to me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on, oh, yeah, bro. I, oh, I forgot. Yeah, my friend was driving. Yeah, that's right. I oh, split my oh, mind sorry. at the time, but it was my <laughs> friend. But to be fair, this is a tried and true thing, right? You own a dog, you blame the dog, right? Yeah. When you, when you pass a fart or something, mm-hmm. you blame the dog. I like to do that with Trish. I'll say that smell you're smelling. That was the dog. And she's like, but fatty, we don't have a dog. And you crapped everywhere. It's adorable. If you're new to Ontario and Canada, you can grow weed here at your house. Four plants. Four plants you're allowed to have legally. You can get a lot out of four plants. Yes. Yes. I've known people to grow four plants and they had more than they could use in a year. Yeah. So four plants seems like plenty, but there are new rules being proposed now that you cannot grow cannabis in a home that offers child care services well yeah that makes sense right because you're dropping your kids off and you, you can smell that stuff and, and again just the plants not harming anybody but the province saying they don't want the two things mixing it should be a strictly child care center even if it, it is just your home 
and you live there after the kids go home, no weed around the house. Well, you don't want the kids playing in the weed. No. Yeah. And you know kids are going to rat you out. Mm. You know a kid's going to, even if they don't know what weed is, they're going to go home and say, uh, Fatty has the same plants that make you hungry, Mom. Oh. And then you've lost your child care license and, more importantly, your weed. Depending on which city you live in here in Canada, you're not allowed to have chickens in the city proper. Yeah. You got to be outside city limits for that. Here on County, I don't know the rules from town to town. I don't believe Godrich allows backyard chickens. Not supposed to. No, you're not supposed to. But this is over in Regina. Yeah. Lady there was able to get chickens. During the pandemic, a lot of people did different things to for their mental health. I took up running, for example. This woman took up chickens. Did you bring up the story so you could tell people you run? No, I'm just saying everyone has a different method to deal with their mental health and anxiety. Mine just happens to be running and I can go quite far. Thanks for asking. I didn't even say how far I went. This lady named Amy, she's in Regina and she gets these chickens and... She says they were great for her mental health. The doctor actually gave her a prescription for chickens. And then it came, a challenge by somebody saying, hey, you can't have those chickens. And then she said, well, yes, I can. I got a prescription from my doctor and for they chickens. Could, and they couldn't do anything about it. No, no, no. They just had to let it lie because the doctor prescribed chickens. They let her have her chickens. So do they have to change the Experience Regina song now? Regina! What a terrible yeah. song. Chickens are part of the full experience now. Oh, it'd be a terrible way to go. Die taking a picture of yourself. Yeah. Oh, it'd be just embarrassing. Plus, you like have a picture of you dying out there. It's, you know, narcissism? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's named after this old character, Narcissus. Drowned because he saw his own reflection <laughs> in a pond. Yeah. And he dove in after it and he drowned. You're dying as a narcissist. Yeah, the need to see you in the picture has caused 379 deaths since 2008. The University of New South Wales studied this. Most of the deaths from cliffs or waterfalls and drowning... Those are the top three ways to die. And the average age of the people dying, 22, and they're female. All right, so if you're a 22-year-old female or you know one, uh, warn them about <laughs> falling off a waterfall and dying. If you want a nice, safe tourist destination, something cool to do, get your nice selfie, the Clinton Light Tunnel. Oh, yeah, they got that light tunnel by Town Hall. It's beautiful. It's, it's lit up. It's a good photo op, and nobody's died there yet. We used to do this dumb thing, my wife and I. We would stay up on Christmas Eve after the kids went to bed and then wrap all the presents that Santa's not going to bring, you know, those ones. And oh, no, hold on. Before you continue, I want to make sure I heard you right. You wrapped your presents overnight right before Christmas morning? We would stay up till 2 a.m. And it, it was stupid because the kids would get up at 4 or 5. No, it's stupid because it's Christmas. I know. I don't know why we didn't do it earlier or why we didn't do what this mom does. She goes viral every year because she's got this Christmas tradition where she gets a hotel room, brings all the presents there, and she just sits there and watches movies, wraps the presents, drinks beers, and has a great old time. That's a good idea. Her kids suck so bad she 
can't even get a room in her house to herself. She's got to rent a hotel room. No, she just does this for herself. This is like a Christmas present for her, she says. She's working. Yeah, she's rapping. Just having a good time, probably watching Hallmark movies or something. Why Hallmark movies? Because she's a woman? No, because it's Christmas. She can watch action movies. Well, she could. Watch a Schwarzenegger movie. She could watch Die Hard. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. True enough. So don't pigeonhole this woman. Watch whatever she wants. I believe women can do whatever they want. Not like Mad Hussy. Hey. Who only wants you to watch Hallmark movies at Christmas. It just so happens it's a woman in this case. But if it was a man, they can watch Hallmark movies too. Oh, thank you for your permission. Flu season is coming this week. The Public Health Agency of Canada, FAC, they're going to declare the start of flu season this week. <laughs> what do you mean? Like there's an announcement? They cut a ribbon? What does this mean? I don't know if they cut a ribbon or shoot some fireworks or what, but no, it just means flu season's starting to get bad enough that it's a season. You know how like winter is when there's a lot of snow? Flu season is when there's a lot of flu. Okay, so we've reached enough deaths yeah. for them to declare it a official season now. I don't know if they do it by the deaths or lab-confirmed cases is, I think, what they go on. Okay. So there you go. Well, that's exciting news. Thanks. You're welcome. A few things you can do, though, to avoid the flu. Wash your hands regularly. Get your seasonal flu shot. Two easy things you can do if you're not feeling well. Wear a mask. When you go out, remember those things you kept in your car you haven't touched in a year and a half? Yeah. And you pick up dog poo with them now? Yeah, put those on your face <laughs> when you're not feeling well. Or if you don't want to do those things, you can just join a men's rights group. Nobody will come near you. You hear these stories every once in a while. Community coming together. Make something out of nothing. There's a neighborhood in Regina. It's a sinkhole. And the sinkhole has like those city barricades around it. Oh, yeah, it looks ugly. It's an eyesore. Yeah. It's right in your neighborhood. But the neighborhood, somebody put a Christmas tree on it. <laughs> somebody else decorated it with a bunch of garland. Oh, I love it. It's a nice little Christmas tree right in the middle of the road. All they're missing is a Bluetooth speaker and playing their theme song. Oh, you, you want them to play the Regina yeah. theme song? Regina. <laughs> Experience Regina. It's a terrible song. We terrible got a sinkhole. Regina. Oh, man. Uh, but I wonder, do we have any disaster-looking places around here that we could spruce up? I think they already decorated Exeter. Heard us say it a whole bunch of times. Shopping local, way to go. Helps local business. Keeps your community alive. Also, no porch pirates because the stuff's inside your house. Over in Kitchener, somebody saw someone steal a package from their front porch. They were at work. Package sitting on the stoop. Ring doorbell camera. See somebody stealing the package. It was a package for a girl's birthday. Oh, no. And apparently that item, I don't know what it was, but that item is sold out now. So you, mom can't even get another one. Well, at least you can tell them, well, I ordered it, but then a porch pirate got it. Does that comfort them? Man. No. No. <laughs> no, you're just like, why don't I have a birthday present? You're the adult. You're supposed to be the responsible one here. Yeah. Why didn't you do it earlier? So you had time to reorder. Again, we don't know what the gift was. We know it was for a little girl. Aww. So it was probably the same thing all little girls ask for. An Asus laptop with an i9 processor, GeForce 4070 graphics card, and a one tera solid state drive. <laughs> Obviously. I didn't know this. I didn't know that here in Ontario... It is not against the law to pass somebody on a double yellow line. So those are literally just guidelines? It's letting <laughs> you know that it's dangerous to pass there. 
But it's not against the law, but it is very dangerous to do it. But I think people think that is against the law. I always thought so. I, I always, thought so, too. I always thought if a cop was watching, I would get a ticket. They could still ding you for dangerous driving if you did it in a dangerous way. Uh, okay, that makes but sense. But it's not technically illegal to just cross those yellow lines. But there is an NDP uh, bill that's being proposed here in Ontario that would make it illegal. So that hasn't passed yet, but it's being proposed that it should be against the law. And I mean, passing someone on a double yellow, it's dangerous. It's like hooking up with somebody from Venastra. You're taking your chances. Santa Claus parade season, not just in Huron County, all over the place. St. John's, Newfoundland, they were going to have theirs this weekend, got canceled last second. Police said there was a firearm situation in the city's downtown. What does that mean? I have no idea situation with a gun. I guess there was an issue. It's going to be a public safety issue, so they canceled it 30 minutes before it was set to go. Oh, you'd be on the float, ready to go. And they canceled it. And they had a situation. That's tough news. Someone's on the naughty list. Thankfully, the only person hurt was one of Santa's reindeers, which is why you don't have a Christmas parade during hunting season. Police always telling you, lock your vehicle, lock your vehicle, lock your Damn vehicle. Isn't there a rhyme? Lock it or lose it or something? That's, well, that's not a rhyme. It doesn't rhyme. That's a sentence yeah. that doesn't rhyme. Police in Toronto, they're investigating a theft. Smash and grab from a car. Long and short, somebody had a parked car and they had a bag of jewelry sitting on the front passenger side seat. Thief comes by, sees a bag, smashes the window, takes bag, $300,000 in jewelry. Oh, look, a bag of jewelry is in that bag. Why is there a bag of jewelry sitting in the passenger seat? I'm guessing they saw a bag. Look like it could be a nice bag or maybe have whatever, laptop, phone, some kind of valuable in it, 300000 bucks in jewelry. Who randomly drives around a $300,000 bag of jewelry? That's what messes with me. <laughs> if you counted all my stuff at my house, like my phone electronics, <laughs> I might have like $10,000 worth of stuff. All of my stuff. $300,000 of jewelry? What, just in case you want to... Wear this bracelet instead of that one? I, I don't get it. That's the thing. You have that much jewelry. You got to wear that loud and proud. Yeah. Yeah. Like your broke wannabe rapper cousin who can't afford to fix their Ford Fusion, but for some reason can afford a silver chain with his initials on it. What is Christmas without sugar? It's not Christmas. Everything's sugar. Candy canes. Pumpkin pie. Plum pudding. Uh. Cranberry sauce. Plum pudding. This is 1932. <laughs> sugar plums. Okay. What are those? Visions of sugar plums dance through their heads. I think they're just sugared plums. I think they're high. Sounds like a fever dream. Sounds like a terrible dessert. Over in Western Canada, there is this sugar manufacturer called Rogers Sugar. And all the workers, all 138 workers at the sugar plant have gone on strike. And there's no sugar, or at least they're having a hard time filling their stock of sugar at the grocery store. Local bakeries are having to find alternatives, other companies they can get sugar from. It's a sugar shortage out in British Columbia. Splenda cookies. It's crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, those. Imagine making your pie with zero-calorie sweetener. The most popular cookie at Christmas is literally called a sugar cookie. You need sugar, dude. Yeah. You can't have Christmas without sugar. It's like having Thanksgiving without racism. Life expectancy keeps going down and down and down. Well, it's still pretty good. It's all right. Stats can't release the latest numbers. So back in 2019, the life expectancy was 82.3 years. Okay, I'd be happy with that. Now, three years later, 81.3 years. It's gone down a full year. Why have we lost a year? I don't know. Probably COVID. 
Oh. It's probably one of the things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The bad news is we're not living as long. The good news is that that's one less birthday party you have to attend for a one-year-old. Come on. They're one. None of this is registering. Just get them a cupcake. Call me when they're three. This happened over in Nebraska, and I can't help but think that this could happen here in Huron County. Boyfriend, girlfriend, they're watching the trail cam, and this big, huge buck goes by. So they know that that's out there. So they both go out there with their guns, and this guy lets her have the shot at the deer. Shoots the deer. Why are you talking like it's normal for the dude to be doing the shooting? Maybe she likes hunting, too. Maybe she's just as good a shot. Maybe she's a better shot. Well, I know, but this is what it was in this case. Fair enough. She was impressed that some of the other girls were saying, well, if, if he let me get the shot, I'd marry him, too. Spoiler. This is what happens. They're out there. They're getting a picture of their prize trophy. And he goes down on one knee and asks, hey, will you marry me? <laughs> well, the buck was dead, right? Yeah. Was still like <gasps> struggling to breathe as it choked to death? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but he had a photographer ready to take a picture of this big buck, right? Hold on. And then so captured the moment. Hold on. He brought a photographer into the bush? Yeah. And she was surprised? Well, the, the, she figured the photographer was there to capture the big killing. She's stupid. But really, the photographer was there to capture the proposal. She's a moron. Why? Who brings a photographer into the bush? <laughs> Unless it's you're going to do something important like kill somebody or marry them. Or take a picture of the buck you just shot. No, nobody, you bring your iPhone for that. You don't hire a photographer <laughs> to shoot a picture of a deer. There's a million of those. Google deer killed and a million things come up. You hire a photographer because you're going to propose. True enough. This then, lady's dumb. This couple's no, dumb. But then they sent out their a big announcement with the dead deer and, and them saying, hey, we're getting married. Yeah. She's got a ring on her. Yeah. Well, how would you propose to Trish then? How would you do any better than this? Shoot you and hire a photographer. And I'm going to ask you a question and I want you to be serious because our bosses don't listen to this. Have you stolen something from work? I may have uh, thrown a pen in my pocket accidentally before. Okay. I think that's it. How How much of all the things you've stolen, what do you think the dollar value is? A few bucks? Yeah. I think I took some salt home once because we ran out of salt. But that salt's been sitting up there for probably 10 years. Is that how you justify it? You're like, well, the company's not wow. using it. I'll take it. No one's using salt. It's the company's salt, and you took it. Well, it might not have been the company's. Probably some past worker brought it one day. I'll use it. Oh, the the mental gymnastics <laughs> you're taking to justify your stealing, Matthew. It's salt. By the way, I've invited Kevin Brown in, our boss, Kevin. Oh, Kevin, did you hear that? Ooh. Matt stole... No, it's just a few bucks, right? Have you stolen anything from work? Uh, I've used the printer a lot. Oh, yeah. You don't even own a printer. No, I use the work printer. You just, like, send it all here, <laughs> show up in the morning, and it's... <laughs> Think of the hundreds of dollars in ink that should be coming off your paycheck. Hundreds, dude? Thousands. Our printer ink is expensive. So Sudbury Police looking into somebody who stole $712,000 cashola Ooh. from their office. What they would do is they were allowed to have business expenses. We do that here sometimes if we drive our own car somewhere for a work thing. Our company will reimburse us. They were doing this, but for things that weren't supposed to be reimbursed. They were cutting themselves checks. And over seven years, it was to the tune of $712,000. Just cutting little checks here and there. Little checks here and there over the years. Right? How would they not notice? 
<laughs> they did notice. They The company got audited. And when they were looking over the expenses, they noticed this one person had a lot more than other people. I've noticed this guy gets paid five times a week. Is that normal? Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be nice to work somewhere that has $712,000 to steal? <laughs> we we asked for like $50 petty cash, and that's hard to get. Oh, man. So yeah. if you're thinking of robbing anywhere, don't rob Country 104.9 Studios. All we got is some microphones, a few posters of Carrie Underwood. So if those are valuable to you, totally rob us. COVID-19 rates going back up there. We're all going inside now. So we're all just standing near each other spreading disease it's disgusting remember when someone coughed in a grocery store everyone would, would look yeah oh it's so nerve-wracking just you, coughing you point at them and yell shame shame get out uh covid rates at their highest point in the last year according to public health ontario and i mean we have got a snow squall warning now starting to get cold and now that it's winter like weather maybe we just start wearing the face mask again you like the face mask? In the winter, it's kind of okay, right? Yeah, it kind of warms up your face. Warms up your face, stops the spread of COVID. You kind of look like a ninja mm. a little bit. Never and thought it, of that. Yeah, and it stops me from having to see your awful, awful mouth. Me? Yes. Certainly not a day to speed. Not that any day is a day to speed, but today worse than others. Over in Kitchener, police stopped a dude doing 153 in a 60 zone. Ooh, that's bad. I hope he had a good excuse. More than twice the speed limit. Driver said, I got to use the bathroom, officer. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I've, I've had that happen where you're in so much pain. I've been with you while this was happening. For whatever reason... When you start your journey, like, you'll start a two-hour drive with an extra-large coffee from Timmy's. I like bringing my large Yeti, too. I mean, but you never learn because you're always in pain 30 minutes into the two-hour drive. And you would think, you know, that large Timmy's, if it goes in, it would be the same coming out. So maybe you could use that cup again if you have to go in an emergency. No, that cup is not leak-proof. No, and it, it doesn't work. Your bladder... Is between 300 and 600 milliliters, and a large Timmy's is 563 milliliters. There you go. So you're just slightly under what you need. You don't want to take the chance. You yeah. need one of those uh, Powerade bottles, the big ones, not the little one. You want the big one with the big uh, lid, the It'll, big the big opening. Not. I'm not suggesting I need the big opening. Yeah, I need the one with the big opening. Yeah. Hey, do you have any big opening Powerades? Yeah. It's it's for my it's junk. Just, no. Good Lord. No, you just need more space to work with is all I'm saying. Yeah, right. But you think you do, yeah. I Quiet. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit it's uh, not impressive. You wear track pants, I, I know. Okay, fair, fair enough. <laughs> I wear sweatpants every day. <laughs> Wearing gray sweatpants this morning, so maybe it's more apparent. No, when I my trick is I use a catheter whenever I have to take a long road trip. <laughs> I cath- it, it might be unpleasant, but I don't have to stop, and the infection's not that bad. Well, it's happened again. Somebody lost their ring, wedding ring, and then they called up the waste sanitation place and said, could you find my ring? Instead of hanging up like any reasonable person would, being like, you want me to find your ring in a million tons of garbage? They did the nice thing and said, you know what, we'll try our best. Yeah, they sifted through 20 tons of trash. They got a little information on what was maybe in that trash bag, and they actually found it. And they said this is the third time this has happened in two years where they sifted through people's garbage. Sometimes takes two to three hours, but they found her ring, and she was very happy. That's pretty cool, man. The wedding ring. It's weird how they can 
hone in on where the ring might be and then sift through that and actually find it? Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I guess they had like surveillance of when her husband showed up to the dump and everything. And so they knew the time, place, things like that. Narrowed it down. If you have an issue losing your wedding ring, our own Matt Hussey has a little trick he has. Yeah, you just get fat and then the ring doesn't come off. Yeah, put on a bunch of weight throughout your marriage. You'll never lose that ring. Yeah. Easy. Is that why you and Natalie are still together? Can't afford the blacksmith. Yeah, can't, can't get a divorce because you can't get the rings off. At some point, maybe AI will get good enough to take out our jobs, perhaps. It probably already has. Have you heard our show? Yeah. Well, there are AI radio stations yeah. already. And the latest thing to maybe be taken over by AI is the influencers. Yeah, those people you see on TikTok who are gorgeous and they are always seem to be somewhere really nice. Wearing the skimpiest of skimpy outfits. Yeah, you saw one once, didn't you, out on the streets? I, I was in Toronto. I went to a really popular ice cream store. person in front of me, I guess influencer, bought an ice cream, took a bunch of photos, and then threw it in the garbage. Why wouldn't she have given it to you, at least? Yes! That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Give me the damn ice cream. Ask somebody around. So there's an agency... Tired of dealing with these influencers and their egos and contracts and paying them. They're just making an AI influencer. What's this uh, woman's, in air quote, what's her name? So AI Tana or Aitana Lopez is the name of this AI influencer. She has a fan base of 157,000, pulling in 15,000 a month. $15,000 a month. This yeah. not person is making. Not even real. Okay, so the agency makes the money? Yeah. She's a fitness model. She doesn't even have to work out. So easy. <laughs> she can eat whatever she wants. Amazing. And you can follow her on Instagram, and if your spouse sees you and chastises you, say she's not even real. You hate to see livestock fall off the truck. Like it happens all the time? <laughs> yeah, it happens yeah. on that chickens every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, a pig on Highway 8 in Kitchener. Yeah, big pig. Decent-sized pig. Just sitting there on the highway. Someone had to call the police, and they came and saw the pig there. Kitchener police came out. It kind of worked out because the pig fell off a pig transport vehicle, but the same farm was sending more pigs in another vehicle that was just behind. So there was a second vehicle coming up that picked up the pig that fell off the first vehicle. They were like, that's one of our pigs. I recognize that pig. <laughs> I think police got in touch with the truck company and they managed to figure it all out as the second truck was approaching. Thankfully, the pig was unharmed and in perfect condition for the slaughterhouse. It's a nightmare time for smokers. They like to hang out near the entrance to buildings and have their cigarettes blown in people's faces as they're walking into a building. Beach time, it always sucks. As a non-smoker, you got somebody smoking on the beach but not no more in France. They're outlawing smoking on beaches. Yeah, I believe you can't smoke on our beaches here, here in Godridge. No, we have no smoking, so that's good because they always... They always find cigarette butts in the sand, and kids are trying to make sand castles and the cigarette butts. It's disgusting. You make a little chimney in the castle with the cigarette butt. Oh, yeah. It seems weird, though, outlawing smoking in France. This is what they do in France. They smoke and they make good art and stuff. Yeah, like eat baguettes. Yeah, it's like outlawing flavorless food in England or handsy dudes in Italy. Nothing like some good gossip. 
Especially when it's from the royal family. Why especially? Well, because... Because <laughs> they're so stuck up. It's fascinating. In their royal palace. <laughs> There's a tell-all book coming out called Endgame. Inside the royal family and the monarchy's fight for survival. And there's some shocking revelations. They're shocking, I tell you. Like, it's hard to be a person of color working for the royal family. What? Are you telling me the family that made their fortune off the slave trade is kind of racist? Shocking. Color me surprised. No, you know what? Don't color me at all. They don't like that. The other shocking revelation is King Charles III. The third is very spoiled. Get out of town. The old rich guy spoiled. Apparently, he's got to have his pajamas pressed every day. And if you don't press them, oh, there's hell to pay. You got to iron the clothes that nobody sees him in that he wears to bed. What a douche. I forgot to press my pajamas. My pajamas weren't pressed. And the other thing is someone has to squeeze exactly one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush. An inch? Yeah. That seems like a lot. That's a lot of toothpaste. I don't know that my bristles are an inch long on my toothbrush. Am I doing it wrong? Do English people need more toothpaste? (laughs) Sorry. Oh, that's a... It's a bad teeth That's joke. poor humor, but that's still pretty good. But, like, who doesn't put their own toothpaste on? I w- yeah, it's the most mundane thing. Yeah. It's the easiest thing on the planet. I figured everyone did that. He's got a guy my or gosh. a woman to paste his toothbrush. Where's my toothpaste? This is Just- only three quarters of an inch. Fired. Have her beheaded. That's that's the leading cause of death in England, I think, is people not pasting the king's toothbrush right. And we're putting this guy on our money? Yeah, he's going on our money soon. You're going to have to look at his weird mouth for the next several decades. Kraft, who makes Kraft Dinner, they just released a dairy-free macaroni and cheese. And instead of using milk or powdered milk, they use fava bean protein and coconut oil powder, which mm. I didn't know existed, but that's going to be in the dairy-free mac and cheese because people who don't eat dairy should also be allowed to be unhealthy. Goes great with a pina colada. Yeah, the coconut powder. It's called not mac and cheese. Yeah. Because it's not. Yeah, there's no actual cheese in it. It's just a shredded up newspaper <laughs> they call noodles and some indistinguishable powder they call cheese. Why do they even put cheese on the box? Dairy-free cheese, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know, it's not cheese. It's like sugar-free chocolate or sober country singer. It just doesn't compute. Merriam-Webster, the dictionary, they always release a word of the year. And usually it's a word that a lot of people are searching up for some reason. And it's usually very characteristic of the year we've had. This year's word of the year is authentic. You hear people talking about that a lot, don't you? Nope. You know, I don't talk to people. Yeah, people like, you know, I'm really trying to find my authentic self. What kind of losers are you talking to? This makes sense. And this was also the year where AI really became very popular. So a lot of people were Googling, is this real and authentic or fake and AI or whatever? (laughs) I know it was a popular year in AI because our own Matt Hussey was using AI this year. Uh, And I was making fun of you because... (laughs) If you've never used an AI photo program, you can feed a photo of yourself into it and say, put this person 
in the woods on Mars, and it'll create an image that way. You did this with yourself. Yeah. You fed AI a photo of yourself, and what did you tell it to do? Well, it was me in front of, like, some nature scenes in the winter. So I had, like, a toucan, and I was in front of, like, the Rocky Mountains. It it looked like me. Homeboy, you live in Huron County, and it's wintertime. You don't need to feed AI this Walk 10 feet to the front door. Yeah, but the there's a- snow and trees. But the AI gives me a full head of hair and irons out my wrinkles a bit. Why are you lying to people? I, I was going to use this for like a you bio. Putting it on Tinder? Yeah. Well, who do you need to impress? <laughs> Nobody. I had to use this because I have a profile on a certain site. Uh, some side hustle. Is it head. Tinder? No. <laughs> a certain site. It's a music site. And I thought, that's not very authentic. And then I went back to a picture of myself from 10 years ago. And I thought, well, that's not authentic either. What we learned this morning is Matt Hussey is a big liar. He's not authentic. Angus Reid survey found 36% of Ontarians plan to spend less this Christmas due to the high cost of living. Mm -hmm. The cost of living kind of crazy. Thankfully, I live alone, so I plan to spend the same amount. Going to be $100 on dinner, going to have a nice dinner, and then another $100 on tissues to soak up my tears and and other fluids. You can come to my place. You ever been to Moncton, New Brunswick? No. Beautiful city. That's where they have that magnetic hill. (laughs) Yeah, they charge people to go up a hill that's really downhill. So they plant the trees on the side of the road in a way that it's supposed to look like you're rolling uphill. But you're actually, you put the car in neutral and you're going downhill. But it looks like you're going uphill and they charge you $20 for the privilege. (laughs) They're in the news this morning over in Moncton because of a holiday display. For 20 years, they've had a menorah as part of this display. And all of a sudden, they told the Jewish community there, well, we're not going to put up the menorah this year because we're separating church and state now. They're separating church and state. Meanwhile, (laughs) there's a Christmas display up with angels tooting horns and stuff like that. That's religious. Is there a baby Jesus? I don't know if there's a baby Jesus, but there's angels. Yeah. So basically, they're saying this is a terrible excuse and we should include other holiday traditions in this. Absolutely. Even Santa Claus is arguably from the Catholic tradition of St. Nicholas, right? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, it's it's all religious in the end somewhat. And you know what? Let's just embrace it. There's more interesting things in the Bible than Santa Claus or flying reindeer. Instead of the angels with the trumpets, have the biblically accurate angels with like the many eyes and the tentacles and feathers. Yeah, and instead of flying reindeers, there's flying chariots, Oh, they got talking donkeys and snakes in the Bible. <laughs> and there's Lot's wife who doesn't listen to her husband and turns into a pillar of salt. Yeah, we, we <laughs> need more women turning into salt, evidently. <laughs> and, and instead of the baby Jesus, how about the end of the world Jesus? Tell me about end of the world Jesus. Where he rips the clouds open and comes through the clouds and there's a flaming sword coming out of his mouth. It's terrifying. The book sounds awesome. Yeah, let's do more of that. For the holidays... You might be traveling to Toronto area. Maybe if you're in Oshawa, you want to drive a little more careful because there's a kangaroo on the loose for reals. Yeah. So what happened was there was a pair of kangaroos at the Oshawa Zoo and Fun Farm. They're being transferred to a zoo in Quebec. When they were packing the kangaroos into the truck, one kangaroo reportedly jumped over the zookeeper's head and darted. Yeah, they can jump. (laughs) They got those huge jumping legs. Oops. Yeah. Could be in the woods somewhere. 
somewhere there's probably a deer looking at that thing thinking, that's a weird looking deer. Yeah, it's a weird but sexy looking deer. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's walking on two legs. Now, kangaroos might seem cute, but their fingers are knives and mm. their feet are knives. So just be careful if you see this thing, okay? If I wanted to be stabbed by something adorable, I'd visit a daycare in Venastra. I asked our own Matt Hussey, when was the last time you watched the CBC? And he said, Anne of Green Gables. Well, <laughs> and the Olympics. Okay, that counts. They do a good job of the counts. Olympics. I think a lot of us watch Hockey Night in Canada when it's on the CBC. I'll give them that. Okay. Uh, Mr. Dress Up. Tough news for CBC. They're cutting 600 jobs and cutting back their television programming budgets. There's been a couple reasons. Uh, rising production costs declining television ad revenue, and they're competing with Disney Plus, Prime, Netflix, Crave, Paramount Plus. I, I'm running out of ones that I know. It must be hard. Was bad shows part of the reasons too? Or That wasn't in the official <laughs> report, but I'm guessing horrible TV shows. A lot of us know CBC has a lot of shows. None of us watch them. Do you know anybody who watched Road to Avonlea? I remember watching it. You watched Road to Avonlea? It was on when I was a kid. So you were the one viewer they had. Hey, Sarah Polly was in that. She grew up to be an Oscar-winning director. Look at that. Yeah. And it's all because of you. You get all the credit for watching Road to Avonlea. I'm going to quiz our own Matt Hussey about whether this is a real CBC show or a fake CBC show that I just made up. That sounds like a CBC show. I don't know if I'm up on my CBC shows. Nobody is. So don't feel bad if you get these wrong. Was Schitt's Creek CBC? I think it was. In yeah. part, anyway. Yeah. That was decent. Yeah. That's not on this list, though. You've heard of Schitt's Creek. I just wanted to say shit on the radio. You can. Yeah, because it's a name of a show. But it has to be followed by Creek. Creek. Yeah. Schitt's Creek. Yeah, yeah. Real show or fake show on the CBC? True North Explorations. That sounds fake. You're correct. That's okay. a fake show. Land and Sea. That sounds real. Wait, that is real. Okay. All right. Good Sorry. guessing. My my mistake. When Calls the Heart. Oh, God. That sounds like some cheesy soap opera. When Calls so. the Heart. Real show or fake show? <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like a Hallmark movie, so fake. Uh, you think that's a fake show? Yeah. No, that's a real show. Oh. When Calls the Heart. Nobody talks like that. That's a show on the CBC. Your tax dollars paid for that show. What is it, set in the 1800s? I didn't look into it. I never will. Call the Midwife. <laughs> I'm going to say yes because that sounds like a CBC show. That's a real show. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's Kitchen. Uh, that sounds fake. Yeah, you're right. That there you go. There you go. You did it. You got most of those right. Yeah, all right. There you go. Okay. You know the CBC very well, and you'll never watch those shows, but... No, I think the CBC is just very predictable. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. If you don't have a cat, get a cat. They could save your life. Not like any dog would. <sighs> This is proof out of Exeter. Beautiful Exeter. There's somebody at a home that was on fire. I guess they were asleep. No smoking work alarms in that section of the house. Oh, my goodness. But at least they had a cat. There was smoke and the cat going crazy, meowing a whole bunch, wakes up the resident, and they were able to get out of the house while fire crews arrived. And fire chief says, no working smoke alarms in that section of the house. Important to have a smoke alarm, but I guess a cat is the second best thing. Yeah, totally in this works. case, yeah. You could either have a working smoke alarm 
or a cat. I wouldn't trust a cat, though. Why not? Well, I mean, it might work that they wake you up, but they also might not. No, no, no. They're very self-interested animals. So if there's if there's a concern that they'll die, they'll wake you up to get them out. Right, where the dog's going to bark out of concern for you a little more. Yeah, the dog will bark if it sees a bird outside the window. Mm-hmm. Where the cat is like, no, 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 my life's in jeopardy too. Get me out. I guess that's just it. You know something serious is going on when a cat makes a loud noise. Talking about this yesterday over in Moncton, they told the Jewish community you can't put up the menorah this year because we're not doing religious symbols at the parliament. Meanwhile, they had Christmas <laughs> stuff everywhere. <laughs> so there was a decision last night with uh, Moncton City Council, and they decided, hey, you can put up the menorah now. Well, of course, it didn't make any sense. You're allowed to put up your angels, but you can't put up the menorah. Uh, ridiculous. So it's good. I think this is the outcome everybody wanted. Jewish community gets the menorah. Christian community gets the nativity scene as well. They're putting a nativity scene up. And plus, uh, candles relate to everyone around this time of year, the, the light of the candle. And I figure they have the Jewish community, they have the Christian community. Get the other Abrahamic faith in there. You got to include the Muslims in there. Yeah, you grew up Muslim. Uh, that's what I'm saying. They could maybe just, if you want to make it simple, just put a poster of Fatty Didi. Up. Yeah. Because I grew up Muslim and I have a lot in common with Jesus. We're both white passing Middle Eastern guys. <laughs> People listen to us sometimes. And pictures of us make old ladies cry. Now, this is something I've never seen in the wild. A kangaroo. I have seen an emu in the wild. Emu that just roamed around the Blythe area for about six months. Not an offense or anything. It just... Nope. Nobody claimed to own it or wanted to claim to own it. You said one of your brothers saw a zebra? Yeah. One of my brother-in-law saw a zebra over near Whitechurch. It was on the loose for a while. There's some over there. He was just out, yeah, on his four-wheeler and came across a zebra. Is there some weird billionaire in Huron County that just buys these animals that don't belong here at all? And just sets them free? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Over in Oshawa, we told you the story yesterday morning. There was a kangaroo. It's being transported to Quebec. They stopped in Oshawa to let the kangaroos bounce around for a minute. One escaped last Thursday. Thankfully, yesterday... It was recaptured. Yeah. Weird thing, though, is an officer sustained minor injuries trying to wrangle the kangaroo. Yeah, got a little punch. Yeah. Was it in the face, I wonder? I don't know where the kangaroo punched him. Anyways. The kangaroo tried to grab his gun. (laughs) (laughs) And it yelled, defund the police. No. Yeah. He started yelling all these profanities. (laughs) Black Lives Matter. Started shouting all these things. (laughs) Kangaroo's heading up to a zoo in Quebec, though. So it's going to be safely traveling to Quebec. So if a thought Australians talked funny, wait till it hears French. <laughs> Do you remember how old you guys were when you had kids? Yeah, I think about 23, 24. Okay. We were young. Yeah. Yeah. Got married, started a family pretty quick. Seems almost irresponsible to think back on now. Can you imagine being 23 now? <laughs> Your 23-year-old having a kid. It's like, what are you doing? Wait a minute. Go have fun. But I find this equally irresponsible, having a child at age 70. Yeah, there's this lady out in Uganda, Safina Nemakwaya. 70-year-old woman just gave birth to twins. Apparently, twins doing okay. Mom's doing okay. She got some in vitro fertilization treatments earlier this year. Had a pair of kids. She wanted to have kids. Had some kids. This is kind of cheating, though, because you probably only have to look after them for 20 years. 20? Not even, maybe. She might only get 10 years. Another 10 years? She's out of the picture. She doesn't even have to, like, raise teenagers. Lucky. With everything costing so much, I don't know about you, I have dreamt 
of winning the lottery. I've probably played the lottery a little more. Well, it's one of the few things that hasn't gone up in price. The a price lot. of lottery. The price of the lottery tickets. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. It's a throwaway most of the time. Our own Matt Hussey and myself, we play the lottery every once in a while. Lotto 649, it's at 48 million bucks right now. You can win a million bucks on that thing. If you get the gold ball, you can win a million dollars. That's what happened to three friends from Markham, Ajax, and Whitby, respectively. They won a million bucks on 649, and they plan to invest in property together. That money wouldn't go too far there. I agree. Million bucks, not going to go as far in the Toronto area as it would here in Huron County which is why I think they should invest in property in Clinton. Clinton has been on several lists for being an affordable, nice little small town. It's got the amenities of a bigger town. It's got doctor's office and schools, but it's also got the amenities of a small town like a casino. One thing that's gone down in price, and that's child care. So last year, the average parent spent 649 bucks a month on child care, 649 a month. This year, that's down to 544 it's $105 less a month you're spending on child care. That's something. Well, that's good. Something came down. Something came down. 105 bucks every month you got to play with. That's enough money that you can finally buy birth control. Chiron County, no stranger to churches. We've got a lot of beautiful churches here. There's one over in Whitefish, Ontario. It's near Sudbury. It is, what is it, St. Christopher's Catholic Church. They're looking for their missing bell. They had a bell on the front of their property, and they would ding this thing. Every church service, special holidays and stuff, people would get married, and that church bell would ring. It's very important to the small town. Yeah, associated with a lot of people's memories. And somebody stole this bell over the weekend, 400-pound bronze bell. How do you steal a 400-pound bell? I don't know, man. It's, you would need at least three guys and a truck, I would think. But the base of it where the bell was attached that helped it swing and ring... They kept that, so you can't even really ring this bell wherever it's taken. No, they'll probably just sell it for parts. 1200 for the metal, they say. Maybe, yeah. It's not that much, though. If I had a 400-pound bell, you would tip it over and fill it up with beer, right? Right. Yeah? Have you ever had beer from a 400-pound bronze bell? Not yet. Well, then you haven't had tetanus. Not sure what's going on. We were telling you last week about somebody stealing some ornaments from a front porch. Can't remember where it was. Somewhere in Ontario. Another situation out in Aurelia. This one's a little sad because there was a family. They had a light-up Christmas wiener dog <laughs> on their front porch. Not a, not a real dog, but it was a, a fake light-up wiener dog. A light-up wiener dog. I didn't even know you could get that. I want one now. You can get anything, dude. And they had this light-up wiener dog because the family owns a couple wiener dogs. And this one was a tribute to their recently deceased wiener dog. Oh, they had like a holiday deceased dog ornament. Yes. So they had a personal connection with the light-up wiener dog. So they're asking, hey, if you know where this light-up wiener dog is, please bring it back. Where's my wiener dog? It has sentimental value. And, and I totally get this because every Christmas I pay tribute to my old cat, Mr. Fuzzy Socks, by putting my butthole against Trish the Dish's face. I don't know what you're thinking, giving away your genetic information. I get the curiosity. I get you want to find out if you, 
you're related to a suffragette. Oh, my God. Can you believe my great-great-grandmother was a suffragette? But you know what? Maybe your great-great-grandfather was a horrible person. Why do you want to know that? The people who get it done and then they realize they're married to their actual sibling? Yes. Oh, oh it's a nightmare. And here's what makes it even worse. Was it 23 and Me? Yeah. They got hacked recently. So your genetic information is just out there. Just out there for all to take. I guess you should expect this, though, from a company that you give your spit to. Yeah, you're just giving your spit to strangers. Come to think of it, though, I gave my spit to a stranger 26 years ago. We've been married ever since. We've been exchanging spit ever since. Uh, the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.